Fishing News is sponsored by these fine partners. I'm Jim Hutchinson with the New Jersey Delaware Bay edition of the Fisherman Magazine. It's Thursday, May 18th, and I'm here on Raritan Bay. You can see clearly classic bars landing uh, right here on the Shrewsbury River, which is where the big striper quest is going on, tagging striped bass uh, with gray fish tag research today, Thursday, May 18th. Now, for more information on this exciting event, grab that uh, May edition of the Fisherman Magazine, all three editions, glossy section, page 34G. It's an article I wrote called Sat Tagging Stripers, New Year's Returns for 2022. You probably have that at home, I hope so. Otherwise, it's still in newsstands, but this is our satellite tagging project that we do every year. We've been doing it since 2019. And today, we hope to find some more qualified uh, candidates, some jumbo stripers. I do believe we've got two mini pat devices for the event and plenty of other folks that are joining us uh, for this special occasion. We will back, be back here at bars this afternoon. This video comes out at noon on Thursday, but later this afternoon, about four o'clock, we'll be tallying up the scores and I will have more information on this event in next week's video fishing forecast and in a future edition of the Fisherman Magazine. Now this Sunday, we do go to print with the June edition of the Fisherman Magazine with a comprehensive report on striped bass management, the ASMFC emergency decision, and uh, of course, uh, everything that happened in New Jersey's meeting last Thursday. My phone has been going off the hook on this, but that long form article I had help with ASA's Mike Wayne, American Sport Fishing Association. He's their Atlantic Policy Director. He's also a former fisheries management plan guru at the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission. So that article will be out there next week. And of course, that write up from Thursday's meeting, uh, I have all the information, not a well attended event. Last Thursday, Stafford Township Municipal Building, uh, only a handful of uh, people showed up at the event to share their comments and concerns, as well as another handful online. But the bottom line, of course, is you'll find out all that information next week in a full write up, two full write ups in that June edition. But, but um, basically, the council last week did not want to make any rash decisions, as the ASMFC did, meaning no scientific input, no public um, uh, input. So what the council decided basically is saying, we're going to take all the public comment we heard, we're going to assemble our striped bass advisory committee in New Jersey to come back with more feedback. They'll hold a June meeting, an emergency session of the New Jersey Marine Fisheries Council in June to make sure that the state of New Jersey does what it takes to have to come into compliance. Of course, that ASMFC decision, it tells the states they've got to do this by July 2nd. And everybody I talked to said, we will have a plan on the, uh, on the striped bass regulations coastwide in New Jersey before the July 2nd deadline. One thing we did find out last week is that striped bass bonus program, because it's a portion of the commercial harvest, is not being touched by this recreational drawback. Um, but I would tell you, don't forget, if you have that striped bass bonus program, if you're participating and those tags are in your hands, 
keep accurate logs, make sure you fill out all the forms that are necessary, the Division of Fish and Wildlife gets some really great uh, information back from that, but the striped bass program is underway this week. Now, there are solid striped bass opportunities throughout the Garden State, especially here in the North Country. Matt LaSalle said this week, quote, no shortage of double XL striped bass, that's for sure. He said this 47 pounder was close to 50 inches. It fell for an eel in 50 feet of water someplace in North Jersey this past week. My guess is that in, it was in fact the Chuck Manny method, which is being employed here in the striped bass tagging program. Now down in the southern half of the state, Surfcaster George Bucci said he's been spending a lot of time in the wetsuit wading into some solid stripers. A whole bunch of them last week. Now the member of the Cape Atlantic Striper Club, he is typically very tight-lipped about where it is he's fishing. But I will tell you the striper fishing is solid from shore. Cape May, Atlanta County, Ocean County, and Monmouth County. In fact, we had blitz conditions over the weekend in the Brigantine Atlantic, uh, Atlantic City area. Well, yeah, there were some striped bass, but the blitzes were with black drum. Black drum madness over the weekend, according to Andy at Riptide Bait and Tackle. Multiple hookups at the same time. A lot of folks enjoyed some really good black drum fishing from shore in the Brigantine area over the weekend. Hopefully that action continues and continues up into Long Beach Island, maybe even Seaside as well. Of course, the big black drum bite on the Delaware Bay, both sides of the bay whether you're heading out of Lewis Harbor or you're heading out of one of the Cape May ports, uh, figure Uches Marina or South Jersey Marina. We're getting some really solid black drum reports uh, as of this past weekend. In fact, I believe uh, a 70 pound class fish was reported through one of those ports. And I know the folks at Hands 2 Bait and Tackle have said the same thing. Mention being open for business. One thing that's open for business this week, Delaware and New Jersey, black sea bass. As a reminder, here in New Jersey, it's a 12 and a half inch minimum size, May 17th through June 19th with a 10 fish bag. Then it's gonna be open with a one fish bag from July 1st through the end of August. Again, just one fish. October, back into 10 fish, and then it's 15 fish in November and December. That's New Jersey, that's a 12 and a half inch minimum size limit. Then, Delaware. I reminded you last week, they just updated their regs as well. It's open as of Monday, a 15 fish bag and a 13 inch size limit on those black sea bass. Will those humpbacks be hungry this weekend? Only three days of pressure. Will the knotheads put you on the board in the Fisherman Magazine's Dream Boat Fishing Challenge? I sure hope so. It's been a week fish bonanza in the dream boat this week with eight of the 10 spots being filled over the past seven days. Connecticut is putting out some fish, but Long Island is dominating the top tide runners entered this week. And they are an 8.10 pounder landed by Kyle Krause of Kutchog, New York, an 8.36 pounder bested by John Beck of Wontor, New York. And the first place fish so far belongs to Kenneth Fay of North Babylon, New York with his 8.4 pounder. The other important weak fish was the 6.25 pounder logged in by Eddie Terribilli. Good enough for ninth place and two points towards his leading tally. We also have a new Sea Robin leader at 3.2 pounds caught by Eric Moss of North Babylon, New York and Eddie Terribili also entered the fourth place bird this week at 2.38 pounds and good enough for seven points and Sean Barham hit the bird board as well with a 2.97 pounder holding down third place and eight points. Sean Barham also 
entered the second place Bluefish at 11.85 pounds, which earned him nine points. It's a battle between Sean and Eddie for the top spot. Eddie leads the tournament with 19 points, but Sean is nipping at his heels with 17. Tune in next week to see these two duke it out, or maybe you could be the one to knock them down or wrong. This week's wild card showcase is for the 8th place Bluefish position. If you end up on the leaderboard in that position, you will win a Psionics Nightwave. Nightwave is the ultra low light marine camera that allows boaters to easily spot obstacles and debris in the dark without bright lights or expensive thermal cameras. Navigate safely and maximize time on the water with Psionics. The Dream Boat Fishing Challenge is the fisherman subscriber only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a 21-foot Steigercraft center console powered by Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action. Couple of fluke tournaments this weekend to tell you about. Actually, based on their uh, locations, they're actually flounder tournaments in a vernacular sense. Out of Lewis Harbor, for example, in Delaware, the Joe Morris Memorial Canal Flounder Tournament. Flounder, summer flounder. It's going on this Friday. So if you hear my voice now, Thursday, get on over to Lewis Harbor Marina right now and register for that Friday tournament uh, to support the fight against pancreatic cancer in honor of Joe Morris. You've also got the Valhalla Flounder open on Saturday, May 20th. That's based out of Viking Marina in New Gretna, New Jersey, right there at Valhalla Boat Sales. That's formerly the RFA Bass River Classic. This is a great, uh, a great event. Uh, folks have loved it for a long time, especially because it's back bay sense. And I'll tell you, the folks there have told me they are offering prizes for fish in the slot range. That's one of the things that I think has hampered the summer flounder fluke tournaments at the Jersey Shore uh, in 2022. But there's special consideration for big fish as well as slot fish. You can get in on that big fish, slot fish, prizes for kids. I'll be your MC. I'm looking forward to being there, gearing up at Allen's Dock right across the way. It's followed by a great after party back at Breezes on the Bass River. That is on Saturday. No captain's meeting. What you want to do is go to fisheriesconservationtrust.org. Just don't forget your big tournament winning baits. For more than 20 years, anglers everywhere have come to know one thing, that nothing says no to fish bites. Other great angling events to talk to you about this weekend. Also Saturday, May 20th, you've got the Ann and Nuncy Bruno Kids Bluefish Tournament. That's out of Chestnut Neck Boatyard in Port Republic. It's presented by the Absecon Saltwater Sportsman's Club and other great sponsors. Uh, commemorating, of course, Marianne and Violet's uh, mom and dad, the, uh, the Bruno Tournament. It's great. Kids uh, 16 and under participate. It's just $15 for entry. And of course, they too have a great after party after the tournament fishing is done at noon out at Island Beach this weekend, Saturday, May 20th. Got to thank the volunteers for helping with a um, veterans beginners workshop for surf casting. That's going on this Saturday. It always happens the week before the big event, right? So you've got the, the workshop on Saturday and next Sunday, May 21st, or no, this Sunday, May 21st, sorry, this Sunday, May 21st is the big Governor's Cup surf fishing tournament out there at Island Beach. Uh, so you can get in for information uh, there on Saturday. You can get information first thing Sunday morning. Go over to NJ Fish and Wildlife. Look that information up. We've got it written up in the latest May edition. Always a fantastic event. In the past, I know the governors have usually uh, participated in this event. I just doubt, I doubt 
we're going to see Phil with a fishing rod. Just thinking. Also in Ocean County this weekend, you've got the Jersey Coast Shark Anglers Fisherman's Flea Market, Saturday, May 20th. That's from nine to three. Um, you can check that out, uh, JCSA, Jersey Coast Shark Anglers online. But that event is at 385 Herbertsville Road in Brick Township. That's Saturday, uh, nine to three o'clock. Also this weekend, finally, for your tournament striper fishing, fishermen, this Saturday, you've got the Guy Ahern Memorial Armed Forces Invitational presented by the Staten Island Fishing Club. You can call my buddy Walt Fisher for details, 917-375-7607. Uh, introducing a lot of uh, veterans, our American heroes, out there on the striper grounds this weekend. And all proceeds from this event this weekend will go to the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation, a great organization. For our inland anglers, Susquehanna Tackle Company out there in Columbia, PA. They're holding their Summer Slam Bass Tournament on Sunday, May 21st, but all entries need to be in by Saturday the 20th. This is held in the Upper Chesapeake at the Northeast River Anchor Marina on the Upper Bay in Maryland. The entry fee, simple. Once again, $250 purchase per team of Shimano G Loomis Jackal and other uh, Endor Power Pro products, in stock products only. You can make your purchase at either sfttackle.com or visit the Columbia PA location there, Susquehanna Tackle. Call George and crew at 717-397-1399 to get all the details on that freshwater tournament. By George, here's another. My friend George Shower, the Pocono Outdoors guy with our freshwater rundown through the tri-state area. Well, hey, thanks, Jim. You know, there's a lot of great fishing at this time of year, but also a lot of the outdoorsmen are out in the woods chasing spring gobblers. That's going to be a lot of opportunity to open water out in the streams, rivers, creeks, and lakes. So be sure you guys get out and get some of that. There's some good fishing starting off in the Delaware River. You know, that the shad are still running. Charles Raphael sent us this picture for his boy, Ryland, getting into a nice row. Matter of fact, he said they were out getting like 40-some fish in three days. So not too shabby. Obviously, we're past peak but the fishing is still good and a lot of row to be had. Now, a lot of the guys on the Delaware River are starting to turn to that striper bite. River guide Tim Keebler from Finseeker Guide Service checked in and said he's getting guys on a bunch of these stripers. Now, remember, plugs and swim baits are going to be key for you getting out on those early season stripers. But lots of other fish, guys. You know, we're having some great weather. Uh, daytime temps in the mid-70s. Nighttimes, I've had it here in the Poconos just a couple degrees above freezing. So they're keeping that water nice and cool for those muskie, those pike, those walleye, those smallmouth, all those, uh, the trout, all those cool water species. You know, if you want to go catch and release them, you're going to have a very low mortality rate uh, with this kind of water. So be sure you get out and get them. Of course, the smallmouth, they're just ubiquitous this time of year. Uh, get them up in the shallows. They're up chasing bait and some real beauties as well. So lots of fish to be had, guys. I hope you're out getting on some of them as well. From Pennsylvania, I'm George, your Pocono Outdoors guy. From the Pocono Mountains to the Pacific coast of Costa Rica, let's check in with Captain Ben, jackpot sport fishing at a Marina Pesvela in Capos. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Ben Gilmore down here in Costa Rica. Hope you're all doing well. So yeah guys, right now, offshore fishing, we had a really, really nice sailfish bite going on out there. Really close to our marina, just 15 miles the sailfish have been biting. A couple of days ago, I raised 18 sailfish, which was just an insane day. 
Couple of days later, 14 sailfish we raised. We've been doing quite a lot of fly fishing, so we're not catching that many fish, but only two days back we released two sailfish on fly, which is an incredible result for our anglers. There's been a few blue marlin out there as well. Our fads, our fish aggregating devices are starting to crank up now. So most of those are 60 plus miles offshore, big, large sport fishers for three and four day liverboard trips. Read all about the Costa Rican fads, guys. The peak season is right now. So also we got a few Dorados out there. We got plenty of yellowfin tuna and the rooster fish bite has been really, really nice. We've caught 12 nice rooster fish in the past week aboard my boat. Guys, we'd love to see you down here this summer. Give us a call. Ben Gilmore, this is Jackpot Sport Fishing and back to you. Looking ahead to our Jersey Shore weather weekend from the Weather Channel. Midweek, they're saying, well, 50% chance of rain on Saturday. But I know with those weather prognosticators and how well they do, and with the glass half full, I'm telling you, it's a 50% chance of it being sunny on Saturday as well. All due respect, the inshore marine weather forecast looks like a bit of southwest or southeast in the forecast heading into Saturday but you just have to adjust your drift accordingly, right? Basing your tide, basing your wind, you can find some good action in the back, not heavy winds, just keep an eye on that inshore weather forecast. When we go to the, the June edition next week, you're also gonna get the return of our offshore report with the, the wild man, Tom P. So we are into offshore season, and as things progress, I'll start updating you on a weekly basis as well on that offshore marine forecast too, because we should be having some really good bluefin fishing pretty soon. Pretty soon it should all get started right off the coast here of Jersey. Some sad news to report this week out of Philly comes word that Mike Reynolds from Brinkman's Bait and Tackle passed away suddenly on Saturday. Now, Mike was a frequent contributor to J.B. Casper's weekly um, freshwater fishing report at the Fisherman Magazine and the uh, uh, thefisherman.com. Mike was a great guy. Um, uh, really, it's a, su a sudden tragic loss. Uh, my condolences, all of our condolences from the Fisherman Magazine to the Reynolds family and all the folks at Brinkman's. Um, but the Reynolds family announced on Facebook this week that they've opted not to reopen Brinkman's Tackle. Uh, sad loss in the Philly area. They will be out there on Saturday, May 20th. They're taking stock of the inventory. And um, according to the Facebook page, they're doing a cash and, uh, cash and carry sale to clear out all inventory there at Brinkman's. Again, my condolences uh, to the Reynolds family. Another sad Facebook announcement this week from Stan Gola uh, and the SNS Bucktails crew as the company's matriarch uh, passed away earlier this week. Uh, according to Stan, the family has made the tough decision to close the doors there at SNS Bucktails. Uh, we'll have to find out what happens next. Uh, but again, our condolences to Stan, the whole goal of family on your loss this week as well. I, ow, I just hate reporting on this stuff. Uh, you know, uh, personally, professionally, it just kind of kicks you right in the gut. Um, very tough, and I, I hope these folks know, uh, the Gola family, the Reynolds family, that the folks in Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, into New York, all of the folks in our region uh, were there for you as well with our support. 
Finally this week, let's get back to that striped bass situation with the ASMFC. The commission is scheduling virtual hearings to explain the emergency striped bass decision. The first was on Wednesday, May 17th. The next hearing will be held next Monday and Tuesday with a final virtual hearing on Wednesday the 31st. You can get all the details on these virtual hearings over at asmfc.org. Again, we'll have the complete rundown on the striped bass decision by the ASMFC in the July edition. That's in the glossy section. We'll also have a write-up on what the New Jersey Marine Fisheries Council decided last week, which was basically to get more public input, more public comment, and to get all the stakeholders involved before they come up with an emergency dish decision. And that will happen sometime during the month of June. Striper Quest, it's on today, May 18th. We've got a bunch of people tagging striped bass with the green streamer tags from Gray Fish Tag Research, as well as two mini pat devices. I'm looking forward to learning more about this and sharing it all with you, probably in the July edition of the Fisherman Magazine. We're at bars Thursday this afternoon, uh, probably four o'clock. If you're around, stop by, say hello. Uh, otherwise, more details next week at the Fisherman Magazine and thefisherman.com. So catch them up.